Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanksy Banksy Rock Bottom is a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell the rock is cooking hot dish Michigan style. Ooh. And this week, I am a six foot nine wingless fairy. I am Luke Patrick. I am the other idiot. Sam, what's up? Oh, not much. I'm just fresh off of watching uh, 2010's Tooth Fairy. Noise. And uh, boy, oh boy, it's uh, it is Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> what what better way to celebrate the British way than to watch? Tooth Tooth Fairy starring Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people watch a footy match on Boxing yep. Day, um, but not us. No, we dug deep into a Dwayne Johnson movie for kids. Uh, we did watch the Tooth Fairy instead. Uh, although I watched it last night, <laughs> which is even worse. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know what we say? Mm-hmm. Uh, f- fuck footy. Give me some of that Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Give me some of the Dwayne Johnson and Tooth Fairy. That's what the Queen wants. Yeah, for Queen and Country. Maybe we're just trendsetting, and then mm-hmm. this will become a thing that every Boxing Day people will drag out the the classic Tooth Fairy <laughs> and watch it instead of anything else. Yes. So, how was your Christmas evening watch of uh, <laughs> 2010's Tooth Fairy? So... Um, pretty good. Basically, mm-hmm. we were watching the Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay. <laughs> and my roomie turned to me and was like, don't you have to watch the Tooth Fairy? And I said, yes. Yes, I do. Are you okay if we stop watching the Muppets Christmas Carol? Uh, so we did sort of bifurcate that and stop it. And then I went to watch uh, the Tooth Fairy we never did complete a Christmas Carol, the Muppets version, which is just mm. fantastic if you've never seen it. Now, I am really curious mm-hmm. as to how the experience was switching from Muppets to Dwayne Johnson. 
Honestly, I think it helped. Maybe this is a new tactic for us is to watch something uh-huh. that you're very, very fond of and that's very funny. Uh, and then to watch the movie that we're obligated to watch because it did. It was sort of like, you know how you have like a warm up act before the main comedian uh, yes. to sort of get the get the crowd in the mood for some comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's sort of what I experienced. And it was delicious, if I say so. So, so you would recommend sort of a Muppet amuse-bouche yeah. uh, before sort of your entree of Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, before the Dwayne Johnson steak gets rolled out, uh, medium mm-hmm. rare. Yeah, it worked out. So I had a pretty good watch. It was very respectful. I did watch the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not on my phone or anything. I uh, had an easy, breezy time. Plus, it helps that this movie is a is a breezy like hour and 30 minutes plus some after credits footage or some during right. credits footage. Yeah, man, it was pretty smooth. How was your watch? Well, let me tell you, I had a challenging morning. Mm. Uh, the, the goddamn cat. I know I keep talking about this cat and I love her to death, but goddamn it, she's driving me nuts in the mornings. Um, S- Sammy wants to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. and this this cat's coming in at 4, 5.30 and just meowing just meowing away and i just want to fucking sleep and but the cat the the cat keeps going and then my wife gets mad and so you know i i'm i just i gotta feed the goddamn cat (laughs) you know so i i didn't have the greatest sort of my appetizer to the Dwayne steak this morning um, was pretty pretty poor i would say Mm -hmm. uh just really suboptimal um, but, uh, I, I went straight to Disney plus, didn't even look it up. I knew this movie was going to be on Disney plus cause Tooth fairy, Dwayne Johnson, this is just like the gameplay and it's going to be a Disney flick. Luke, it's not a Disney flick. It is not. Uh, you and I both did the same thing cause the Muppets Christmas Carol is in Disney plus. So I was <laughs> like, well shit, I'm in the same neighborhood. Went to look it yeah. up and lo and behold, it is not a Disney movie. No, it's it's on Hulu, which is Disney owned, mm-hmm. which which makes the math on this far more confusing for me. <laughs> so I did switch over to Hulu. I read the phrase "a hockey playing hellion," and I said, "I'm buckled the fuck up. Let's do it." <laughs> um, and and I choked down the movie. And man, very respectful watch. Nice. Um, it went by really fast. I got to tell you. Uh, cat, please don't bump the microphone. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl kind of watch. Nice. That's what you like to hear. Also talking about the production companies behind this. Uh, mm-hmm. can I just, can I blow your mind for half a second? Uh, yes. All right. One of the production companies and buckle up for this. Okay. Um, one of the production companies behind this movie, Sam is Blumhouse. Blumhouse, the people that brought you The Conjuring and Paranormal Activity. What the fuck? What the fuck? Famed horror shop, Blumhouse. And Get Out, Get Out was one of their movies. What the absolute shit? What are they doing here? I, I think somebody wandered across somebody's desk and was like, hey... We're making a movie where Dwayne The Rock Johnson's the Tooth Fairy, and someone was like, shut the fuck up, I'm in. 
That is all I need to hear. <laughs> that's that's our wheelhouse, one hundred percent. That popped up at the end of the movie, and I had to pause it and look it up on Wikipedia. And sure enough, that is a true fact of truth. That uh, Blumhouse, among a number of other people, did uh, did sort of co-finance and produce this movie. That's, th- I. That's unbelievable to me. I I cannot. It's going to take me like three days for me to fully sort of accept this as fact. Yeah, the mind wants to reject it pretty hard. Sweet shit. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you want to do the plot? Yeah, man. Um, To give you Luke Patrick's 3X structure, your money back guarantee this week. Uh, Act 1 Turns out Dwayne The Rock Johnson is yet again Playing sports in a movie So that's a thing This time mm-hmm. he's playing hockey He's a uh, he's in some whale shit Hockey league in Michigan um, Yes the, the Lansing Ice Wolves The Lansing Ice Wolves uh, So he's playing hockey Much like in the movie where he has the daughter That he forgot about Which I've forgotten the name of Um he, yep, I've lost it. Yep, 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 yep. Um, he's sort of, he, he thinks a lot of himself as a hockey player. Mm-hmm. And he's got this girlfriend who's got two kids, so he's he's trying to be good to them. Um, but he has this real problem where kids keep being like, I want to do this when I grow up. And he's like, well, kiddo, you know, only so many people get to do that thing that you want to do, and you really got to stand out and be the best at it. So basically, he just keeps crushing kids' dreams. Yes. Uh, which leads to an act one, him being served with a basically a jury duty summons, but instead of jury duty, he's got to be the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gets tooth fairy training uh, from Billy Crystal, which I do want to talk yes. about. Billy Crystal and Stephen Merchant. And Stephen Merchant, yeah. Uh, it was a six foot nine elf, or excuse me, fairy named yes. uh, Tracy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he starts to get into the flow, or res- he really resists the flow of being a tooth fairy, leading to Act Two, where he uh, there's lots of humorous situations where he's with the kids or the girlfriend, or he's playing hockey, and basically the rule is his wings will pop out, and until he gets the tooth. Until he gets that tooth, uh, mm-hmm. he is a fairy. So he's, yes. he's got to navigate that. And then ending in act two, uh, it you know basically the third act of this movie just slaps you in the face and says, I'm a third act. Um, mm-hmm. And that is that he has basically a meltdown after he's convinced to try to take a shot in hockey, which he hasn't done in nine years, and he fails. And everybody's disappointed in him, and he tells one of the kids, the older son, that he'll never be a good guitar player. His girlfriend dumps him. Uh, he's really mean to Stephen Merchant, who's trying to be a tooth fairy, even though he doesn't have wings. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Leading to Act 3, where he does uh, he does some nice things for the kids. He sort of accepts his role as a tooth fairy. Uh there's a big heartwarming moment where all this happens and then uh he gets out of being a tooth fairy and goes back to uh he goes to this performance that the oldest kid is doing on guitar he does ask the girlfriend to marry him which i also want to talk about Mm -hmm. and life's hunky dory so sam yep that was a lot uh but all that uh, sort of being said what'd you think of this movie I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, really? I love it so goddamn much. <laughs> it's really fucking good. I I really thought this was going to be an absolute shit show. Yeah, we've, we've just... sort of been dreading this one since the beginning of this project, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I I really had heard that that this was like the the just nadir of his career. Is mm-hmm. it nadir? 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 I think, yeah. Whatever. Uh the valley of his career. Yeah. And it's not. It's, it's not, yeah. It's really fucking good. Uh man, this movie, I think possibly for the first time ever in the history of this podcast, got a legit fucking belly laugh from me. Mm, I bet I know the scene, but uh, it did actually elicit a hearty laugh from me as well at several several points. Uh, uh-huh. What in particular got you, got you busting a gut, though? Okay, so you know the scene where Stephen Merchant is practicing uh, being a a fucking tooth fairy mm-hmm. and he's going through like the training course yeah and he slaps the cardboard kid's head off mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that <laughs> I don't know what it was but look Stephen Merchant could fucking chop onions and I think it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen yeah that's completely I just, fair I just love that fucking Twizzler based man mm-hmm. um and so, it, watching him get scared by a child, a cardboard cutout of a child, and smack, slap its head off, just, oh, God. <laughs> it got you, huh? Love, it did. So, so, what got you? So, Billy Crystal, man, when he's, he's like, yeah. he's giving him all his tools and stuff. And mm-hmm. the, it's just a constant string of gags, which yes. he delivers impeccably. Like, it's hard to remember specifics. Um, he does have this amnesia dust, and so he'll he'll be like, here's how it works. You take a pinch, you throw it at somebody, they forget what happened, and then he'll chuck it at Dwayne. And then he'll be like, that's how it works. And Dwayne says, well, how what works? And then he does this like four or five times. Yes, and it's brilliant. It's so good. It makes you wonder if they wrote anything for Billy Crystal or if they just said, here's the tools, go crazy. Um, Man, I hope that's what they did because it felt like this is just Billy Crystal riffing around mm-hmm. some some fucking tooth, par- tooth fairy tools. Yeah, it's excellent. So both me and the roomie got a pretty great laugh out of that. Um, uh, it was Look, it was great, but for me personally... Didn't hold a candle to Stephen Merchant slapping a fucking cardboard cutout child's head off. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that this movie as a whole has a lot of really good laughs in it. Um, I I cannot figure out why everyone's like, yeah, then Dwayne made Tooth Fairy, and it it uh, that was hard on him, and it and he decided to make a big change in his career, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah. This, this movie is so much better than some of the last ones we've we've seen. Yeah, and I put it to you. Which one was more fun to film? Tooth Fairy or The Green Mile? <laughs> well, you know, um tonally they're very similar. Yeah. Uh so I 
I gotta say, I think probably the Green Mile. Uh, it looks like <laughs> it looked like that set was a real laugh factory. Yeah, a real hoot and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when they um, when they executed uh, really any character. I think they had just a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks is on set goofing around, putting the wet sponge on his head, and then uh, pretending to be electrocuted. Everybody really yeah. got a big laugh out of that one, out of Tom's yeah. antics. Yeah, you know, he goes in the room to to sort of prep the chair, or whatever, and he and he accidentally falls into it, and then he goes, <laughs> and uh, and you know, they're all like, "Oh, Tom, you fucking you rascal!" Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know why. I mean, I guess people haven't seen it. Is my guess. Yeah, I guess not. I do you know anything about the box office figures for this one? I think it was pretty good. Usually, I have that locked and loaded, Sam. This week, I do not, so I okay. feel ashamed, and I will resign my post as keeper of box office facts. Let, let's see if I can find it. Now, I did. I did just accidentally mm-hmm. sort of come across some trivia, and dude, it is earth-shattering stuff. Mm, you want to um, you want to share with the class? Yeah. Uh so in 1993 the script was written as Whoa. a vehic- as a vehicle for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Honestly, I can see it. I can really see that. That would have been a pretty funny movie. Except it was about a drill instructor whose father dies, and he must carry on his legacy as the Tooth Fairy. Ah, uh, see, that's I loved the like jury duty summons aspect mm-hmm. of this. Uh, so I don't think that would have played as well. No, no, I don't think so at all. Um, and apparently, this was Billy Crystal's first live-action movie role since Analyze That in two thousand two. Jesus Christ. You know what? He's probably just kicking it in retirement after some of the movies that that guy made. Yeah. I, Yeah, probably. And then to date, this remains Julie Andrews' last action appe- live action appearance in a motion picture. Hey, yeah, I forgot to mention, Dame Julie Andrews is in this. Yeah, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons, but it absolutely slays. She's phenomenal in this flick oh just i like no one is bad in this Mm -mm. no 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 no. i think the other just buckwild part is that there is not a single person in this movie who i think like eh, kind of did a shit job yeah no one was phoning it in i mean that's another reason to to mark this down as a pretty good movie is that everybody's delivering on all cylinders and it really works. This movie works, Sam. Yeah, okay. I I have the box office figures. Mhm. Uh 48 million dollar estimated budget. Mm. Uh gross worldwide 112 million dollars. Hot damn. Hot diggity damn, man. That's a shitload of cash. Yeah, so why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, man. I guess just the career path from pro wrestler 
to sort of action movie star to doing kids movies, but he did other kids movies by this point. He's done many yeah. of them. Yeah, he's done a lot. I mean, you and I have talked about this uh, off air. We've watched a lot of kids movies that we were not <laughs> anticipating. Yeah, we were sort of thinking it's going to be action movies and the Fast and the Furious and stuff. And largely, no, it's been no. PG movies aimed at small children. Yeah, yeah. Hey, did you say how you felt about the movie as a whole? Uh, no, I did not. Hmm, okay. So... I didn't love it mm-hmm. in the same way that you did, uh, but this movie's real good if yeah, I had to I, label it. I mean, I'd probably give it like an A minus, I guess. Okay, so you would recommend it? I would absolutely recommend it, especially if you have kids. <laughs> I can't clarify that enough. If you have a small child, this is great. If you're an adult... It's still a good time, but I think it's a hard sell to be like, I know you're going to want to watch The Ouija or nope. what, or whatever. Man, you're fucking wrong. Because <laughs> even if you don't have kids, I got to tell you, you watch this at fucking seven in the morning after your cat has been just an unrepentant sack of shit for like three hours and you've had to scrape uh old cat food that got covered in gravy, special cat gravy, not cat gravy made of cats, but gravy yeah. made for cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you put on their food as a Christmas treat for them, but they didn't like it because they're cats, and <laughs> and you forgot to clean it out, and so in the morning it's just sort of hardened into a puck of cat food, mm-hmm. and so you got to scrape it out of there, but then the cat food bowl is kind of goopy and nasty, so then you got to find a new bowl, but hey, here's the problem. You don't have a lot of whole, whole lot of cat bowls laying around, so it's fucking 7 in the morning. You're very tired because you went to bed at like midnight, and you're trying to find a fucking substitute for cat food bowls, and you're really starting to get pretty fucking pissed off, okay? You're getting pretty you're getting pretty fucked off, okay? You're getting pretty fucked off about this fucking cat food. And why do we even get them the goddamn gravy anyway, okay? It's Christmas. They're cats. They don't know it's fucking Christmas. Why didn't they like the fucking gravy? Why did one of them only eat half of it? What the fuck, cats? And then you watch Tooth Fairy and your whole morning turns around, you know? <laughs> The magical effect of Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a Tooth Fairy outfit. Uh, the fact that it could redeem that morning for you. I, You know what? I can see it from your perspective now. And uh, mm-hmm. absolutely, this is a recommended watch. Let's just put our stamp of approval on it. Yeah. I mean, do you do you honestly think an episode of The Ouija could maybe turn your morning around the same way? Because I've watched all of it, and I can tell you right now, it won't. It's a great show, don't get me wrong, but it's not turning your morning around after cat food frustrations. No, definitely not. Uh, As much as it is fun to see Henry Cavill doing the Witcher things. Oh, God, Um, it's great. It's great. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. He's got a big old sword. He's doing some fun stuff. Um... I will say I had some deep problems with the ending of this movie, if you're ready to sort of start dissecting this this puppy. Yeah. Well, don't dissect a puppy. Uh, No. No, don't do that. (laughs) If you want to dissect this frog, put Mm -hmm. it up on the slab and let's just start digging in. Um, My major problem with this movie is that at the very end, there's there's two things that bug me. Mm -hmm. One of which is just sort of a faux pas. And then the other one is batshit insane. So the first one, okay. 
is that so the kid is a guitarist he plays guitar he plays it okay i will say by the way i was man i was gonna fucking ask you is this boy good at guitar or not because i don't know yeah he's doing all right i mean for my creds i guess see the intro to this podcast uh, as a guitarist, you know, I'm not like world class, but I've been playing for a long time. So the kids, uh, he, he's learned sunshine of your love by cream, which is a classic. Every guitarist knows mm-hmm. it And his intonation and vibrato is not that great. So he's a kid. I mean, he's playing great guitar for a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not shredding as the rock says. Um, But anyway, he gives a big performance and then they do overdub a solo that is like clearly not played by a child that's kick ass. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that happens. And then they all give him a standing ovation, at which point Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character turns to his girlfriend and says, what if we got married? Like Mm -hmm. during the standing O way to fucking steal this kid's thunder guy. Yeah, so I'll tell you the whole the whole talent show thing was a little buck wild to me. Yeah. Okay. Because kid kid goes out there, uh, and and it's just him alone on the stage with a guitar, which already is just like there's no way this is gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in the real world. You, everyone in that audience has sort of braced themselves for just like a real difficult ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then, and then he goes up and he just stands there very awkwardly, and then he like breaks off like I don't know a couple bars yeah. of a song, and then the whole audience loses their shit. Yeah, he kind of gets up there and he's like. Beep, 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 beep. And everyone's Woo, like, yeah, <laughs> Woo, yeah, that's good. That's rock and roll. Yeah. And he breaks off a couple more bars and then the rest of the band, the jazz band that came on before him comes out and then they really rock out. Which um, is also, it's, it's just, it's nonsense, Luke, mm-hmm. that he starts playing okay. And then the band before is like, let's, let's fucking rock out with this guy mm-hmm. who we don't know. Yeah. And judging by his interactions with other children one other time in this movie they don't like uh, <laughs> and uh and they're like yeah let's fucking rock out with this kid and they the other part they sneak up on him yeah. he doesn't know they've come out mm-hmm. and then he's playing along and then they start playing and instead of shitting his pants and running off the stage he just is like, oh, hell yeah, let me break off this incredible solo. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? And then the crowd, like, it. even before the band shows up, the crowd is clapping along with him, mm-hmm. which again is buck wild. Yeah, like a busker. He's just up there by himself with a guitar. Yes. And, and then... And then the band starts, and they all jump to their feet mm-hmm. like it's an actual fucking rock concert put on by professionals and not an okay song performed by 13-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I would have killed uh, to hear the actual audio of a bunch of 13-year-olds like <laughs> rushing their way through a song, missing some beats, uh, just <laughs> and then everyone in the crowd going, woo, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and and then and then yeah, they're just like that was really good. And then what if we got married? Yeah, right there on the spot. So again, standing O for your kid. Great job. Uh, let me just sort of derail this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as the way he phrased it, I actually like it. Hmm. Um, because there there was that earlier sort of comment that she made that actually weirdly hit me hard and resonated with me, which was you uh what was it? You can't say what if. Mm. Because he he like lost this ability to like dream yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. And so him being like, What if we got married? I to me was oh. sort of a, a meaningful wrap up for for that aspect of him as a person. Yeah. You see, that's the kind of quality writing that the Tooth Fairies bring in that you just don't mm-hmm. expect from the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, folks, a little bit that that part of the movie was kind of hard hitting for someone who who maybe struggles with with uh, thinking ahead and and change. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was real good, but uh, I wanted I it it just it was wild. Yeah. Um, and I've got I've got one more piece to this puzzle, if that's all right. I know I'm taking a lot of airtime here. Oh yeah, no 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 no, no. you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. So after the big blowout, the the girlfriend is like, uh, "Thanks, but no thanks. I never want to see you again. Goodbye. We're done." Mm-hmm. And then later, so Dwayne, one of the the little girl loses a tooth, so Dwayne has to go to the house. Um, Luke. Mm-hmm. Can I insert one thing that for me was a very important detail? Yes, please. She also said, you will never see my children again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continue. That That's it. I, that nugget to me was very important <laughs> for what you're about to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? You're totally right. That is a, a key critical detail mm-hmm. of what yes. I'm about to say. So then Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, as the tooth fairy in this movie, goes to her house and then just starts talking to the little girl. And it's like, hey, I'm the tooth fairy because he's in his full tooth fairy outfit with the wings out. And then he like makes some magic dust appear that convinces her. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my notes at this point, what if the mom had woken up and seen him? In their house. And then he goes yes. and talks to the boy and is like, here, I got mm-hmm. you a guitar. Uh, I'm sorry about everything. You're going to be great. Then he walks downstairs and the mom does wake up and sees him. Yes. So, what? so folks, in, unless you're not you're not sort of picking up what Luke is laying down, even though he has done an exemplary job of this, I just want to summarize it in the most concise terms mm-hmm. possible. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne's girlfriend dumped him and told him never to speak to her or her children ever again. Yeah. Dwayne then broke into her house while she was sleeping mm-hmm. and spoke to both of her children. While dressed and as then, a fairy. While dressed as a fairy. Then he spoke to her, waking her up, and said, hey, we're going to go to this talent show. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay. <laughs> Like, I wrote in my notes at a different point in this movie. How has he never been... I mean, he does get arrested at one point, but how is he not in jail for I don't know. breaking into houses dressed as a fairy and then talking to children? Yeah, I mean, it's... 
it's something, but this particular scene, the fact that she wakes up and is like, what are you doing here? And not, get the fuck out of my home, I'm calling the police, <laughs> while waving a kitchen knife at him is something, man. Yeah, it's, so that really sort of bumped me out of the narrative a little bit, uh, but I get that if you're a kid, you wouldn't be thinking about the horrible home invasion <laughs> that just happened. You'd just be like, oh, sweet. Uh, so maybe I'm just not the target audience, but that totally wigged me out. Yeah, and then I just, it just felt very important to me that that the children are not his. Yes. And so it is even more wild that he has broken into a house to talk to not his children <laughs> against the wishes of their mother. Yeah, it's all a big case for a restraining order. Oh, my Possibly God. some jail time. Yeah, it, at, it's at buck minimum. wild. It yeah. is unhealthy. But I want to pivot out of that and into some positive aspects of this movie. So, Sam, what do you got on this movie? Oh, my God. I don't I don't even know where to fucking... First of all, it's hockey. I, yeah. We need to talk about this real quick because, man, I... Fucking love hockey. Yeah, who and, doesn't love hockey? Uh, terrorists. <laughs> and and man, we got some good fucking hockey in this. And mm-hmm. God, God damn, there aren't enough hockey movies that I've seen. No. So as a whole, there aren't enough hockey movies. Hockey's a great sport. That's I'm on record as saying that I'm a huge hockey fan. Uh, yeah, very pro hockey. Mm-hmm. This is. A, Hey, folks, this is a pro-hockey household, mm-hmm. okay? We're very pro-hockey in our house. So if you don't like hockey, you can fuck off. Yeah, we like pucks and nets and going to the boards with it. And if that's mm-hmm. not your thing, you can go watch a footy match, I guess. And we we neither like nor understand, is it is it offsides? It doesn't make any sense? <laughs> yeah. We will yeah. never understand the offsides rule. Thank God the refs do, because I don't. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think they do either. Um, man, I, okay, here's, first of all, Luke, I think this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I need you to uh, repeat after me. Mm-hmm. I, fill in your name. I, Luke Patrick. Swear to uphold and perform. Swear to uphold and perform. The duties, responsibilities, and obligations. The duties, responsibilities, and obligations. Of a tooth fairy. Of a tooth fairy. And I will not uh, drink and fly. And I will definitely not drink and fly. All right, yeah. So we can continue. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, for... I, God, I don't know where to start. I love it too much. Yeah. Um, Hang on. Did you just swear me in as a tooth fairy? Yeah, you're a tooth fairy now. Oh, um, <laughs> damn it. I had plans. <laughs> well, sucks to suck. Uh, Okay. I want to talk about the first home invasion. Okay. Um, yeah. Where it, it shows him doing it the, the first time, and we get the, the longest bit. Where he he's got shrinking paste, mm-hmm. and he uses the shrinking paste in what I thought was a bit of an unorthodox method, which is that he suckles it. Yes, he doesn't just he's, like get a little bit on his finger and then put it on his tongue. No, no, 
or squeeze it directly onto his tongue like I thought. No, he suckles the paste. Yeah. Um, and I, that that was a strange sort of way to do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes into this house, and for, there's a beautiful, very cute cat uh, that I very much enjoyed seeing. Yeah. But what really got me is that, you know, clearly he's green screened in because he's, you know, shrunk. Mm-hmm. Which means that someone had to film a sleeping kid with nothing going on from a lot of different <laughs> angles. The magic of Hollywood. <laughs> Man, it was it the whole time, like it's the only time that my inability to suspend disbelief helped. Yeah. Because it's just this concept of like a camera in a sleeping kid's face, uh, angle by angle by angle. Uh, with nothing happening, just these long shots of a sleeping child <laughs> with a camera in his face. Do you think oh. it was a challenging day on set? Like maybe the kid wasn't a good actor and kept like trying to improv stuff, kept waking yeah, up I, and being like, I'm a tap dancing kid. And they were like, God damn it. Yeah. I, th- I think he was really trying to show out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be like, I can be in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. And they're like, God damn it, kid, stop. <laughs> we just um, need you to lay there. And you keep yeah, being just, an asshole. Just quit. Just fucking lay there. You just have to pretend to be asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Um, And and he'd be like, oh, okay, okay. And he'd pretend to be asleep. And then, me, 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 me. And they're like, God, kid, don't do the me, 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 me thing, okay? This isn't a fucking Looney Tunes. Just sleep. Who's, just act. Just act like you're asleep. Whose nephew is this? Who do we? Who do we call? Who do we call yeah, to fire it, this kid? We gotta get a new kid. This one sucks. Mm-hmm. This kid sucks. I want a new kid by the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that was challenging. Yeah, for sure. Hard day on set. Yes, um, what do you what do you have? Hey, actually, I do have a hockey question. Okay, you know a little more about hockey than I do. Sure. Did they actually have a very nice chair in the penalty box? I don't believe so. I did see that because he's basically mm-hmm. hanging out in a lazy boy in yeah. the penalty box, just kicking it. I think they've done that because he. he by the way, his nickname in hockey is the Tooth Fairy. Because uh, he knocks out so many teeth. Do exactly. You get it, folks? He's sort of a bruiser character. Um, it's really heady material. Yeah. And this is like first five minutes of the movie. Everyone's chanting Tooth Fairy mm-hmm. at him uh, in a hockey arena. So you, you're putting together the pieces. Um, yeah. But no, I think I think they've sort of deluxed the penalty box just for the Tooth Fairy. Because he does say that he has more penalty minutes than anybody else in the league. Gotcha. Yeah, because I saw that and I was like, man, it seems like maybe the penalty box shouldn't be cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a cooler full of beers in there, a nice <laughs> chair, maybe a TV with some Golden Girls reruns on yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you should really be able to just kind of relax out there yeah. and uh, just have a good time, which is why you should do more hockey crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do those hockey crimes. Um, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Well, I'm trying to decide if it's worth busting this one out right now. But you know what? Fuck it. It is. Okay. What do they do with the teeth? Okay, man. I was going to fucking ask you this. 
<laughs> I, I really, I'm, I'm perplexed because yeah. they do put them in a special little box. Yes, and they, they do clearly collect all of them. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing with these teeth? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if it's like an, like an ad collection type service, but for DNA. Mm. So they have your tooth, and. They now have a record. Uh, well, one, they have your dental records, kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how so that they, works. They can identify your charred corpse if if needed. <laughs> right. They have that, plus your DNA, I assume. And yeah. they probably sell this information to the highest bidder, I would assume. Hmm. hmm. That's that's grim. I won't even lie to you, man. That's fucking sinister. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Dame Julie Andrews' face, and you just know there's something. There's something not quite above board happening with you those know, teeth. You know, she never did identify who her boss was. So yes. how do we know that her boss isn't Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> the metaverse. These teeth are yes. headed straight for the metaverse. Yes. And oh shit, that's how that's how he hooks so many people into to Facebook. Yeah, is that he knows their DNA, and and so he he knows what makes them tick, and so he can specifically sort of calibrate Facebook to to just latch onto you at a genetic level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like a, it's like a big data collection service. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, but for minors. So this is why it's all secretive and why once you're done with uh, being a tooth fairy, they do throw a bunch of amnesia dust at you to make you forget. Because mm-hmm. there's, oh, yeah, there's some legal and moral implications here that are not good. Ooh, not great at all. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you like Daddy Dwayne? Here's, I said this out loud during the movie. I think Dwayne does so many kids movies because he's great with kids. Fucking, I like, look, I love my parents, but Mm -hmm. I want (laughs) Dwayne to be my dad. I think having Dwayne The Rock Johnson as your dad would be, would be top shelf. Yeah. Or at the absolute minimum, uncle. Yeah. Ooh, he'd make an amazing uncle. Oh, it'd be great. Uh, Uncle Dwayne? Uncle Dwayne? Uncle Dwayne? Hi, hi, Uncle Dwayne. <laughs> man, let me tell you about my Uncle Dwayne. Yeah, Uncle Uncle Dwayne, big, strong man. Yeah. I love my Uncle Dwayne. He come down to Tuscaloosa sometimes, and, you know, he just, he brings me a big old truck. <laughs> he gave me a big old truck. He rip it up, too, I tell you what. He's fun <laughs> he as firecrackers. He truck in half. <laughs> <laughs> he, he brought me a truck full of full fireworks uncle yeah. blank yeah uh yeah daddy daddy Dwayne seems pretty great because uh, this is the second movie where we've seen him be a dad mm-hmm. and uh you know the first movie we saw it was a real struggle to get into it but he was a great yeah. father by the end of it and this one just sort of right out of the gate we got yeah, to see some of that parenting fucking natural yeah i mean even with randy uh the boy who I gotta tell you, I like Randy. Randy's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe he can't play guitar. I don't give a shit. But he's a good kid because he's extremely mean to Dwayne. And he cuts real deep. Uh, but, man, he's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 
Dwayne clearly does not like Randy, and you can tell Randy's maybe a challenging kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still knows how to connect with Randy ultimately by playing Cheeto poker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I don't know how to connect to this kid. Well, what do I got in my back pocket? Well, I play a lot of poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that will connect with this kid. Yeah, kids, kids like Cheetos, right? Yeah. Hey, do you think, so Randy mentions that he, he thinks Dwayne is just like all of his mom's other boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And he does, he does have a lot of knowledge about poker because he's like, I got a straight flush. Do you think that's oh, because shit. every boyfriend before him has been like, I don't know how, let's just play some poker. So this kid's like rounders. He's like a real card oh, shark shit. by this point. Except uh-huh. I, I, so I like the theory. The only thing, and I'm just look. I'm just looking at the text, man. Yeah. He he does say that he'll do what he's done for all the other boyfriends and not interact with Dwayne at all, and mm-hmm. just say he's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, which is a great deal. Every, I mean, this kid knows what's up. So what if? Ooh, what if? Mm, it's a little bleak, man. But what if Randy had to go with the other boyfriends uh, to their poker matches because the other boyfriends would get fucking toasted and he, a 13-year-old or younger, would have to drive them home? I was about to say that. Who's this? That's my designated driver. (laughs) He's 11. (laughs) Yeah, but he's good with the stick shift. (laughs) Shit, Randy knows stick? Mm -hmm. God. Damn, this Randy's kid's, cool. Yeah, Randy. Randy's an awesome little kid, for sure. Yes, so good. Um, I mean, do you, do you have any other thoughts here? Mm, nothing at this juncture. I think maybe okay. we can we can slide on out of here. Uh, one thing. Mm-hmm. There's some good product placement in here, man. What? I totally missed the product placement. You missed uh, a couple very good little little logos for the old CPK. Okay. California Pizza Kitchen. (laughs) Co-financed by Blumhouse in the California Pizza (laughs) Kitchen. Yeah, get you some CPK. Daddy Dwayne loves it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or Tech Dex. Do you fucking remember Tech Dex, my man? Yeah, because he rides it around to avoid the cat. It's excellent. Yeah, he's got tech deck. Um, and then uh, our old friend, Nationwide. Oh, friend of the podcast, basically family at this point, Nationwide. Mm-hmm. They're, They're on, on your, your side. side. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so this uh, this episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom brought to you by California Pizza Kitchen, Tech Decks, and Nationwide. Mm, God, you love those sponsorship bucks. Mm-hmm. We're really rolling in it. Yeah, and so, um, look, I really, we have a lot of money, mostly from CPK, uh, I, which, you know, really fun in this Colorado slash Arkansas based podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really want to take some of that ad revenue money from the old CPK California pizza kitchen, uh, fresh pizzas, fresh ingredients, and, uh, and maybe go buy some rock stocks. Ooh, that sounds good to me. Let's go. Sam, I do have one thing that I forgot to mention about this movie. Uh-huh. So, Dwayne is dating this woman, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And he has a poker night with the lads, with the hockey players that he's friends with. Yes. He hosts this poker night (laughs) at her house. Yes. What the fuck is that about? I don't really know. Now, remind me, was she out of the house while he was hosting it? Yes, 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 yes. Critical detail. She was gone. Was he supposed to be watching the children? (laughs) Yeah, I am very confident that, oh, so maybe you're thinking the poker night was illicit and they had to leave before she got home. Yes, I mm. think so. And and so you saw she got home and he was trying to dispose of the California pizza kitchen box. Yes. Um, But she caught him. And so he was like, do you want any? <laughs> the old pizza deflection. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's but, just an insane thing to do for someone you're dating. Like, hey, I'm going to borrow your house. This is not a question. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Me and the boys are going to play some games. You don't know them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're going to be in your home. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope you're... I knew you'd be cool with it. Yeah. It's it's batshit. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I forgot to mention it in the in the first half. Oh hey, totally understandable. Yeah. So um, I gotta tell you, I think I think we need to do something. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of California Pizza Kitchen, I, I just wanted to say, um, California Pizza Kitchen, uh, fresh ingredients, <laughs> fresh pizzas does present uh, this new segment that uh, California Pizza Kitchen and we will be calling. Um, into the fairyverse. Into the fairyverse. Let's bust open some world building for this motherfucker. Yeah, into the fairyverse. Brought to you by California Pizza Kitchen. Fresh ingredients, fresh pizza is always good. Um, so Luke, we get we get a lot, and I assume this is the Blumhouse sort of influence. We get a lot of world building mm-hmm. with the fairies. Yeah, for sure. And we we gotta break it all down because. First of all, the fairies seem to operate under the jurisdiction of the Department of Dissemination of Disbelief. Okay. <laughs> is that is that correct? I don't know what you're talking about. Luke, were you fucking conscious for this movie? Because he receives his summons from the Department of Dissemination of Belief. Okay, I did not. I completely missed that part well, of his summons. Well, clearly you didn't pause the movie on the summons and read it and write it down like a normal movie viewer does. Now, who do you suppose houses the Department of Dissemination of Belief? Justice? Mm, The the Department of Justice? I figured Department of Justice or Department of Homeland Security. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Homeland Security for sure. Yeah, I do think so. Yeah. Um, We've got national secrets. We're keeping terrorism out. And we're making sure kids believe in the Tooth Fairy, uh, Father Christmas, the whole whole sort of shebang. You mentioned Father Christmas. And Luke, I'm going to tie this back to our Christmas special. Do you think... Do you think... The Department oh. of Dissemination of Disbelief uh, was created after the events of the movie Fat Man, 2020's Fat Man. Yes. Uh, and so 
Santa is now officially uh, under the jurisdiction of the Department of Dis- uh, the Department of Dissemination of Disbelief, Jesus Christ, <laughs> under the Department of Homeland Security. And so uh, so he's kind of one branch of that, and then the Tooth Fairies are maybe another branch. Yeah. Oh, I think absolutely. Uh, and I like to think that they also have sort of buckets for, like, the Easter Bunny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We we do know there's, there's one for leprechauns, mm-hmm. because... Dame Julie Andrews does mention something about leprechauns, which I do want to talk about. But first, mm-hmm. but first, we why? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for more, but I understand the question. Yes, just why? Here's Is this needed. For the American government? Yeah. I I mean, I think it's for the same reasons as Fat Man, which you haven't listened to. Go listen to our Christmas special on Fat Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's economic stimulus. Is mm. And then maybe because we've already established that Mark Zuckerberg is actually behind all this. Maybe there's like a fat government contract that's involved. Um, oh, yeah. But primarily, I think it's the injection of cash into the hands of miners that are going to uh, bolster the oh, toy shit. industry. This is all oh, big toy, shit. Sam. Luke, mm-hmm. what you're describing is sort of a very complicated way of doing a child tax credit. <laughs> yeah, that's in no way above board. <laughs> no. <laughs> so instead of giving the money to parents, they're giving much less money to children yeah. to stimulate the candy economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Candy and toys. Candy and toys. And you know this is a government institution because at one point, Dame Julie Andrews is like, well, I can't give you more equipment because we're a little strapped for funding. Mm-hmm. So, Con- yeah. Congress won't approve our new fucking budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get that thing pushed through. Uh, Does that mean that in the event of a government shutdown, that if you put a tooth under your pillow, you're not getting any fucking cash? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're getting no skrill off of that. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to wake up with a tooth under your pillow and a bunch of crushed dreams. <laughs> yep. And then you'll curse Ted Cruz once again. <laughs> God damn you, Ted Cruz. You son of a bitch. Um, yeah. So, okay, that would mean that really the Department of Dissemination of Disbelief is really just in the pocket of Big Toy. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, this this department has Santa Claus, uh, which toys. Yeah. The Tooth Fairy, money for toys, and the Easter Bunny, eggs full of toys. Yes, I. Yeah, that sounds right. So it's just big toy influencing our goddamn government. Yeah, I think this is all from the Hasbro lobby, the infamous God Hasbro lobby. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Ruining this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, you know, folks, we gotta, we gotta get big money out of, out of our government. No more big toy in our government, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start picketing. Tell your kids the truth. Tell them there is no tooth fairy, even if there is a tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause we uh, gotta just, we gotta bust them out of this vicious cycle. Yeah. I mean, do you really want Mr. Hasbro? 
to be telling the pre- Joe Biden what to do? I don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable with that at all. With no. the Hasbro Mattel Corporation uh, exactly. big lobby, semi semi organized crime unit. I'm not into that. No, not at all. I mean, you saw what happened to the the R Us family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they stepped out of line. They started, you know, talking reform and unionizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and suddenly Jonathan R Us dead. <laughs> Found dead in a dumpster. Uh, with a bunch of Legos shoved into his mouth. Now we've gone a little bit astray of the the fairy verse here. Yeah, we um, we kind of we've dipped into our own reality. Uh, yes. Yeah. Was Julie Andrews' leprechaun comment racist? Yes. Okay, I yeah. just I needed that cleared cleared up for me. Um. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely some derision aimed at leprechauns in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I think the big one. Are the fairies unionized? Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, I think, okay, so there's there's the staff fairies, mm-hmm. like Tracy, who again, yes. his card, his, ID, his identification card lists him as six foot nine. Well, he's Stephen Merchant. He's taller than fucking Dwayne. Yeah, so I think that's fact. I think Stephen Merchant is six foot nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you've got the staff fairies who sort of run things, and I think they're Full Benny's salaried employees. Um, oh, but I think the people that are summoned that are doing the actual tooth fairy business. I mean, they're. I can't emphasize this enough. At the end of their tenure. They're amnesia dust into not remembering anything about being a tooth fairy. So, hell yeah, you're going to exploit those freelance contractors. Yeah, god damn it. Mm -hmm. God damn it, DHS. (laughs) Just another one of your fucking crooked, crooked things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're they're being abused to hell and back. They're performing labor for no pay uh, under duress. And at late hours, uh, yeah, yeah, they could really do with some collective bargaining, but nobody remembers doing it. So, well, and here's the interesting thing to me, Luke, is you keep saying they, um, and if you if you would remember, I actually swore you in as a tooth fairy oh. earlier in this very episode. God damn it! Oh, so there's I, my you wings. Need to be, <laughs> you gotta be saying we. Oh. Um. So, I mean, you won't remember this conversation after your your job is done. Yeah. Um, but man, you're fucked. You're not getting any bennies. I am. I I'm a caseworker. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm a fair caseworker. So, I'm I mean, the bennies are great. It's the same ones that Congress gets. Actually. <laughs> Damn. That's primo. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm going to be editing this podcast episode later or rather I won't be editing it and you'll have to remind me. There's a new mm-hmm. episode, and I'll be like, "What? <laughs> when did when did we do this?" Yes. Um, I mean, what questions do you have? So I have a big one. Uh huh. Which is that? Because again, the whole premise is that you you do your week of uh, jury duty summons of tooth fairy summons, mm-hmm. and then you have the memories blasted straight out of your skull. Mm-hmm. Are we all working like these random demon and fairy jobs? And we just oh, have no memory of shit. it. Oh shit, man! Mm-hmm. Shit, shit! 
Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it. Because with this yeah. structure, yeah, I think we are. That's why, like, your socks go missing is because someone got hired by a demon for a week to just, like, break in and <sighs> steal half of your socks. Now, I do have something mm-hmm. that I, I, I think could sort of make you and me feel a little better. Yeah. Because I think we haven't been amnesia dusted. And the only way I know this is because we uncovered the mystery of Atar last season. Oh, and yeah. I think if if we had been amnesia dusted, we'd never found out about Atar. Yeah, I think we're exempt. We're we're on a different clearance level at this point. Unless unless does the amnesia work does the amnesia dust not work on Jews? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. We gotta consider what's under this department. It's Santa, Christian, yeah. and the Easter Bunny, Christian. Yeah. Two fairies. Leprechauns. Uh, leprechauns are Irish, which ain't ain't no Irish Jews. <laughs> to our burgeoning Irish listener base, uh, if you are an Irish Jew, uh, many apologies. Um, yeah, and actually Please email me. Um, <laughs> Please email Sam with yeah. whatever, honestly. Yeah, just tell me what that scene is like, because I'm a Jew in the South, and so, you know, I know what that, that whole scene's like, but Jewish in Ireland. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think it's a theory. I think we need more data to back this up, because I believe that the Tooth Fairy is non-denominational. Correct, um, yes. So we kind of need more data. I think we have to see what it's like for a Jewish person to go through this program. And then True. we'll get that data. Because for right now, I think it's a big question mark in the dossier. Yeah. I, the only thing that makes me think that it, it doesn't is that, you know, it's the government. They're going to try to save some money. So maybe they're using the same dust for all three. And... You know, they they just happened to sort of sort of use dust that doesn't work on Jews. <coughs> and when the tooth fairies got sort of roped into this department, they were like, "Yeah, we got this Christian forget dust. Um, we're not gonna get any more because <laughs> Congress didn't approve it." Yeah, but uh, you can use it. Just just know, you go to a Jewish home, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of confused people staring mm-hmm. at a human being dressed in a fairy costume. Yeah, uh, as he's throwing dust in their faces, and they're going, "Yeah, not not working, man." You're... <laughs> I'm calling the cops. What the fuck is this? I'm calling the cops and my rabbi. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah, this is. This is really fucking with me, man. You know, the Easter Bunny tried this shit last week. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a theory. Like I said, I think we I think we need some more data, but you've really fleshed this thing out. I think it's got some legs on it. Okay, okay. Um, you got any other questions about the fairyverse? Hmm, let me check the old notes. Do 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 do. Flick some flick some pages on the copious notes that I got here. 
Um, we already covered what they do with the teeth, so I feel yeah. like, um, nah, I think I'm good. I had some questions about Tooth Fairy evolution. Uh, mm, yes. Because they do specifically call out how fairies evolved. Yes. Uh, but I think that's better left as a mystery, so. Yeah. Can, can I, um, ask sort of a tangential question about the fairies? Sure. Is Billy Crystal's character a pervert? Because he seems like a pervert to me. Hmm. Now, you're on record as being sort of a pervert spotter. Uh, you got a real... <laughs> That's, you got a gauge is, for it. That is my job. Yeah, because uh, you sort of called out the entirety of Planet 51, rightly so, as a movie created by a pervert. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've got Pervdar. You got, <laughs> everybody needs Pervdar. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. It does sort of seem like it. At at a minimum, yeah. he's a guy who enjoys a joke a little bit too much. It's for me. It was the stuff with the shrinking paste. Yeah, that seems to be very much a kink of his. Which I, look, I'm not yucking that yum. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with people who are into sort of giant test stuff. People who are into Evor stuff. You know, that's fine. You know, everybody likes a good uh, big gulp every once in a while. <laughs> but um, the thing is, he said that he likes to use the shrinking paste, jump into an inkwell, and then uh, while his wife is asleep, run all over her body and leave yeah. little inky footprints on her. And that's fucked up. It is something. And... Mm-hmm. Again, you gotta wonder if this is Billy Crystal ad-libbing or if somebody wrote this into the script. Um, neither neither direction is great, if I'm yeah, honest and, with you. And here's the thing, folks. If she didn't consent to this, not good. Not good not at all. Not good. I like to think that the, this is a consensual activity. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I think, I mean, categorically, this is a kink. We're we're yes. putting this in a box that says kink on the on the side of it written in Sharpie. Yes. Uh it is a new one to me, shrinking down and sort of covering in ink your partner. Uh but like you said, I'm not gonna yuck a yum. I haven't tried mm-hmm. it. Maybe maybe this is my thing too. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you never know until you've shrunk yourself down and asked a very tall woman to swallow you whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you know you're in divorce unless you shrink yourself down with a tube of shrinking paste and just get gulped? Yeah. Well, get small and get gulped. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> that's the, the Hanksy Panksy motto. Yeah. I think we're going to get some new t-shirts made with that one. Yeah. That's pretty we're good. a vorecast now is the thing. <laughs> uh, we're done with Dwayne. He's, he's too big for us. Yeah. Or... Is that exactly why we're doing Dwayne? Is that he's very big and we're very small, and we want him to crush us with his big, big feet and then eat us like in a sandwich? Only time will tell, I think. But yeah, it's trending in that direction. And on that note, I think it's time to move away from Tooth Fairy <laughs> uh, and look forward to next week where we will be watching. Let me just find it. Twenty tens faster. Now, Luke, have you seen Faster? I have not seen Faster. Have you seen Faster? I have not. But we're running a little long on this episode, I think. Mm-hmm. So I want to do something a little different. Okay. We're going to come up with the what we think Faster is together. Okay. And 
one word at a time. Okay. All right. I got I got a lead for you. Okay. All right. It is stagecoach driver. Okay. Hmm. Stagecoach driver. Licks. <laughs> Too many postage stamps. Okay, man, you're going a lot of words in here. Okay, so you're thinking one word at a time. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, stamps. <laughs> With? Big. Toe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. I think we're done. Yep. Stagecoach driver licks stamps with big toe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, man, I I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, man, I think this is another Blumhouse flick. Yeah. I think it's maybe even a horror flick, given what we've just described. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see him in my dreams. He's just a big man in a stagecoach in his with- toes. <laughs> They're so wet. Um, his toe tongues. So, um, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to come right out and say it. We're skipping the other guys. Uh, as near as Luke and I can tell, Dwayne just is in there as a cameo. I've seen it. I just don't remember how long he's in there. So if you have a real big old problem with us uh, skipping that, why don't you shoot us an email? Um at uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Let us know if we need to to fix that. And yeah. And we'll, we'll watch it. We'll do the episode, all that. Also, again, if you're Jewish and Irish, please please very much send me an email at that address, too. Um, I'll, I'll apologize mm-hmm. uh, just just for that. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh, please head over to the Patreon. We've got some really cool content. We've got uh, some a really interesting episode uh, coming up uh, at the beginning of January that I'm pretty excited about. We haven't recorded it yet, but boy, I am very excited about the movie. Yeah, me too. So, uh, chuck us some money over there. If you send us ten bucks a month, uh, or more, you can pick the movie that we watch. Uh, well, we have a, a monthly vote on that, and uh, would really appreciate if it, it just one more person would uh, would sign up so that we don't have a tie every fucking month. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, please, please, please. Just, I mean, obviously more than one, but also just one, please, for the love of God. Yeah, we're really um, looking for like a triumvirate here. If you yes. could, if you could be a tiebreaker for us, that would be amazing. It would be just phenomenal. In any case, uh, also, if you send us 15 bucks or more, uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast, just like we shout-out Tuck. Hey, Tuck. Good work. Thank you. Yeah. You got a big old dick. Um, yeah, I'll also share us with a friend. Writer's review on Apple Podcasts really helps us out. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's, in fact, said by Billy Crystal, who I think is where Ooh. you were getting this from. Uh-huh. Uh, and it is, never marry a leprechaun. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> that is, you know, it's going to be very complicating for his, pr- for his kink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hence the getting mm-hmm. small. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that'll do it for us with Tooth Fairy. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hank's Banksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2010's Driver. <laughs>